the fourth hack that I do want to hit on to make healthy eating so much easier and a breeze for you is one that was game changing. I had a conversation with a friend a couple months ago and she was like, I never thought about this. What's up, what's up, friend? I hope you have had a great kickoff to your week so far. I'm so excited to be back in your earbuds talking about one of my favorite topics on all of planet Earth. We're gonna be talking about fitness goals and nutrition and the four hacks to making healthy eating a breeze. If you're like me, we are too busy. We have no time. We already make so many different decisions in our lives. Healthy eating choices, overcomplicating it in our brains. It's just too much sometimes. And all you want to be able to do is to say, okay, just tell me what the hacks are that we, I can implement these in my life to make things easier. So we're going to be talking about that today. And I wish that I would have known these four things in advance. I'm pretty sure that I would have been able to accelerate my own results and my own determination in terms of getting where I wanted to be if I would have known these in advance. So I hope that you guys find these helpful. But before we dive in today, you guys know I'm about to talk about the sponsor of this podcast. And today that is the Ambitious and Fit 12-week one-on-one coaching program. And you guys, we are opening up another round for the ANF online fitness coaching program here on September 20th. So I'm so excited. We're taking 10 ladies. A couple of spots have already been filled just since the last podcast episode. So very exciting. We have some very determined, incredible women that have some of the best goals and they're just wanting to feel more confident in their skin and be able to just be able to burn that stubborn fat without being able to sacrifice in their personal or their work life. They just wanted the blueprint to be able to say, this is where I want to be specific to my body and here's what I'm struggling with. And so I'm really excited to be helping them and creating custom programs, including workouts, whether it's gym or at home, example, food days, nutrition, macros, example, recipes, all of the good things, but also just holding them massively accountable to help them achieve their goals. So I'm so excited if that sounds along the lines of what you would like to do, especially with those holidays coming around the corner. Don't be that person that gains the normal five to 10 pounds during the holiday season. Take advantage of your fitness goals right now. And if you are interested in wanting to be one of those committed, amazing, ambitious, and driven women that just want the blueprint to uh, be able to achieve your goals specific to your body, I would love for you to be able to pop over to my Instagram at Michelle underscore Stellings Fit and message me the words all in, in my DM. And I would be more than happy just to even chat with you regarding any questions you have or to even see if it would be a great fit. So I'm just so excited. So again, the launch is for September 20th. I'm only taking 10 women and a couple spots have already been filled. So I don't want you to miss this incredible opportunity to finally say yes to you and prioritize yourself and your goals to be able to feel your absolute best. That way you can show up your best for others. So enough about that. I definitely want to go ahead and dive into this incredible episode talking about the four hacks to make healthy eating a breeze. All right. So number one is one of my personal favorites because I've 
personally had this as something that I have struggled with when it comes to meal prep. You guys, we have to stop overcomplicating meal prep. We, I know that you guys are like me. Maybe you've seen the different Instagram accounts that have 20 different Tupperwares out that are filled to the rim with rice and chicken and green beans and then all these colorful fruits. And it looks like they spent a thousand dollars at Tom Thumb or Central Market or wherever you shop at like at HEB or something. And you're like, I don't have time for that. I don't have eight hours to slave away in the kitchen for my meal prep. It's daunting. And you just think to yourself, I have enough crap on my plate. You maybe have roommates, you maybe have a significant other, or maybe you have fur babies, or maybe heck, you have real babies. And then you're balancing it out with cooking and cleaning, and then also making sure that you're getting all of your work done and getting home. Maybe you even have a commute. So you're like, Michelle, I do not have time to meal prep. Girl, I get you. I get you. I fully understand. So I'm here to provide some additional hacks from a meal prep perspective. Because if I would have known these things, I definitely would have changed the game and been able to succeed in this area much, much faster. So when it comes to meal prep, make sure that it's easy and quick. Save your money of going out and just eating out every single day and picking up something because it's easy on the way home and make your meals at home, but doing it without slaving in the kitchen. So use machines that you have, like similar to your Instapot or a Crock-Pot or heck, every person has an oven or at least majority of you, some sort of oven or some sort of thing that you're able to just put something in a pan and throw it in and let it cook on its own, right? So there's rice cookers, toasters, but essentially use machines to help you do that work. The best thing that I could have ever have put on our wedding registry and shout out to my friends that have bought this for us, but an air fryer, y'all, if you don't have an air fryer, I swear God sent down to us just to help us with meal prep because he literally, it is so good. You can I mean, you can air fry chicken, you can air fry sweet potatoes to make them fries. You can even do Brussels sprouts. There are so many different things that you can do. But the good news is, is it's minimum five to six minutes of prep time, and then the machines do the rest. So just make it easy on yourself and have the machines do the work for you. Worst case scenario, you throw a bunch of vegetables and a bunch of protein, like a a chicken or like a salmon or a fish or something, throw them all on a baking sheet, toss them in the oven, let them cook for about you know 20 to 30 minutes and boom, you are done. Just don't overcomplicate it when it comes to that. And then also another thing with meal prep is y'all, flavors and sauces. I want to go ahead and just say this 100%. This is something I live by. You can ask any of my ambitious and fit clients. If it doesn't taste good, I don't want it entering your mouth. You guys, I know that a bunch of guys out there, I mean, I'm just simply saying, from some of the men that I have met, they sometimes view food as fuel. And I, there's nothing wrong with that. However, if you're like me, it's got to have some flavor and I'm going to have to love it if it's going to be consumed in my body. So therefore, make sure that if when you are doing your meal prep or anything like that, use some fun seasonings, use a good hamburger seasoning or like a steak seasoning, or maybe like while you're in the store, just grab a couple of different lemon peppers and different things like that just to make your meal prep tastes good. It's an additional 20 seconds to throw it on whatever vegetable or whatever carb you are doing, and it just makes things so much easier. So also definitely use sauces. Some really good sauces, by the way, are 
like Frank's Red Hot Sauces, Cholula. There's other really good um, sauces as well. So just make sure to turn over the labels to double check what the ingredients, make sure that they're low sugar. So definitely wanna make sure that it's under like five grams of sugar and then just make sure that the stats look about right. So I would say under 10 calories or so for some sauces, give or take, is gonna be definitely key there with some low sugar. But add those sauces and flavors to your meal prep and then boom, you are done. Another thing that I would say as well is do what you can to make it fun. If you're all of a sudden running out of ideas, go to Pinterest. Pinterest is the greatest thing ever. I love it for quotes. I love it for meals. I love you know, it, it, being able to go to Pinterest, I'm saying, okay, I want to mix it up with my breakfast. I want something easy that I can meal prep super quick. You can look up mug cakes. You can look up all of those things on Pinterest. So do what you can to make it fun. Go and find something and or get some inspiration from Pinterest or in Instagram and then just make it. Keep it simple. But at the end of the day, for meal prep, don't overcomplicate it. Keep it easy on yourself. Keep it easy. If you do have to spend a little bit more time when it comes to meal prep, dedicate one afternoon. I do Sundays about 3 three or so for about an hour. I just dedicate that to meal prepping for the week because I don't want to all of a sudden run into the place where I have the meals that I prepped and I am not prepared. Therefore, my goals are suffering because of that. But last thing I'll say about meal prep though is pretty much a no-brainer. I have some amazing clients that I love so much and they do not know where their pots and pans are located. They never cook or they're just never home. And so something that we've had to do from a meal prep perspective Perspective on their end to help them stay on track with their goals is using a meal prep service. So take the headache out of meal prep just completely. And instead of paying to go eat out for every meal in terms of restaurants where you don't know the calories, you could actually buy some fresh pre-made food at companies similar to, you know, Snap Kitchen. Maybe there's a Freshly. In Texas, we have some territory foods, some different ones at Sprouts, Market Street, maybe even just your local grocery store. But go and get those meal those meals that are already prepped and just throw them in your fridge. Don't overcomplicate it. That's the biggest piece that I will say when it comes to meal prep, because at the end of the day, It's on you if you don't prep it or you don't prepare in some sort of way. And it truly does only take five minutes. So definitely just take a step back and say, okay, I'm overcomplicating this. What can I do to make my life easier? I'm going to do X. I'm going to do a meal service this week. So keep it easy for yourself in general. So that was meal prep as our first hack in terms of the overall hacks for our making um, eating healthy a breeze. But the second one is going to be talking about restaurant and travel hacks. So you guys, it's really important for us to keep in mind that just because we have fitness goals doesn't mean that we can't still enjoy life and be with our friends and our family and have a beverage or two or have a sweet or two or go to a friend's birthday and not be afraid to fall off the bandwagon, right? So just know that you can be on a program and you can enjoy life and the holidays coming up with some simple hacks, even if you are going to restaurants or traveling. So those are going to be the main things we talk about right now. One little caveat is I know you guys have heard me talk about it for the podcast in general, but 
All of my clients live by the food sustainability rule, which is the 80-20 rule. So 80% of the time or 80% of your week, you are fully on track. You're eating your healthy, nutrient-whole-dense foods, and you are sticking to your plan. And then the other 20%, which is about you know two to three, maybe even four four meals, give or take, per week, or you're just living a little, you're enjoying, you're having the spicy margarita, you're having the cake at your friend's birthday, or heck, maybe it's your birthday, or even the Halloween candy, because I know you guys are definitely at least going to do something for Halloween. If you don't, we got to talk about that. Also, I'm planning on maybe being the boy from Up, the little boy scout, and have Shiner be the dog Doug, and then have Tony be the old man, and then our our great Dane, I want him to be Kevin, the big blue bird, all from Up. I will let you guys know how that goes, but so far I'm searching for the, for the costume on Amazon, so again, I'll let you know. But in general, though... A couple of quick things here. So implementing that 80-20 rule. So keep that in mind as we're going through these amazing restaurant and travel hacks. So the very first one is make a decision. If you are going to a restaurant and you sit down and you say, okay, I am traveling. This is for work. It's a random Tuesday night. I've been craving a little something, but I need to make the decision. Is this an 80% night or is this a 20% night? Am I staying on track with my 80% or am I going down the 20% road because it's been a long day, I've had three connecting flights and I'm exhausted and I just want six glasses of wine by the end of the night. I mean, not six glasses, but you know, at least a couple, right? And you want to just kind of unwind a little bit. Well, if we were to do that, that would fall under our 20%, right? But something that I'm keeping in mind is my best friend's birthday is on Saturday, and I want to be able to be there, eat the cake with her, enjoy some beverages, and use that as my 20%. So therefore, just asking myself, is what I'm doing right now, or I need to make the decision, do I want to spend my 20% now, or do I want to spend it later? And so that night I would say, okay, yes, I want to go ahead and make sure I stick with my 80% the way I can enjoy my 20% later on in the week because that is what's worth it to me. Living a little and enjoying the foods that I love with the people I love, that's what makes that 20% so sweet and so good. Now, if I was to make the decision that was my 20% and it was a really tough flight, I sat next to somebody that was screaming or somebody that was snoring next to me and maybe I didn't have a very good flight and I just wanted to be able to sit and have my glasses of wine and enjoy some comfort food, well, heck, I'm using that as my 20%, but you best bet I'm going to be making some adjustments later on in the week that way I can stick to my goals. So making the decision, asking yourself if it would be worth it and how you would be able to adjust. The other one is whenever you're at restaurants or you're out traveling, if if you are ordering food, a couple of quick things to be able to make good decisions when looking at the menu. You want a protein, carbs, and veggies. So find a really good sounding protein dish that's on the menus, like a steak or a salmon or a chicken then check what side options that they have and pick one that is on the healthier side. So like a Brussels sprouts or maybe an asparagus or maybe some sort of greens or a really good salad, something along those lines. And then also maybe be able to add some grilled veggies. If you are craving some sort of carb, definitely do more like a, a rice or a sweet potato or something like that. 
And then you can even choose to eat half of it just because maybe they have overwhelmed the plate with so much carbs that would be insane, right? So but if you are eating out, the good thing is to look at the menu. You are smart. You know what's healthy. You know what's not. And so being able to say, wow, that six ounce filet looks so good. I'm going to pair that with some sweet potatoes and with some Brussels sprouts. Heck yes. Even add some sauce on top, girl. Like do make sure again, like we talked about earlier, that it tastes good and it is good for you in a way as well. But just by doing those little tweaks like that and looking for those items on the menu, like a salmon on a salad or something like that's a huge step. That's you committing to the 80% that we had even just talked about in general. So that's a huge hack as well. My other favorite is, you guys, if you know what restaurant you're going to and you are indecisive at some points just like me, I definitely look at the menu beforehand. Plan ahead. Look, if you already know what restaurants you're going to, pull up the menu on your phone. Almost every single uh, restaurant has some sort of web menu nowadays, especially post-COVID. Make sure to just go ahead and pull it up and start deciding on, you know what? The chicken teriyaki sounds really great, or the miso bass, or something like that looks delicious. I'm going to get that whenever I go. And that just helps you make the decision versus maybe you're there with some friends, you get caught up in the laughter and the fun and the stories, and all of a sudden you have to make a split decision and it turns out that you chose the heaviest pasta that you won't feel so good about afterwards, right? Give or take, depending on if you're wanting to stay on top of your goals. So plan ahead. Look at the menu beforehand. It is game-changing to do this. And something that I go ahead and do for some of my, well, for all of my ambitious and fit clients is if they're going on some sort of trip or they're going to a restaurant, I say, hey, send me the menu. I will literally tell you what options that you could get and then send it back to you before you even go. And they so much appreciate that, even being able to have that taken off their plate too. But at just a little side note, I choose it for my clients and I give them recommendations. But when we go to restaurants, Tony and I, I typically let Tony order first and I typically copy him or I make him choose for me. So I love choosing for you guys, but I definitely like Tony to choose for me too. He just helps me be a little more decisive from my perspective, but I love doing it for you guys. So then I want to go ahead and dive into our third hack, which is late night eating hacks. If you're like me, I love snacking. I love mindless snacking. I especially love desserts after dinner. It's my favorite thing. Chocolate is my guilty pleasure. I don't know if you guys are more of a sour or more of a fruity, like a tart, but chocolate is my jam. I love it so much. But whenever it comes to late night eating hacks, a couple of things that I want to just hit on here that I have learned way too late in the game is number one, to know yourself and plan ahead. If you know that you are gonna have some late night cravings or you're gonna need something, make sure you go ahead and plan ahead and just put little baggies of maybe like a small portion of dessert or like a a treat or something available that's already pre-portioned out for you to be able to just grab in the pantry or grab in the fridge and go sit down far away from the super big tub of ice cream, have something portioned out that way you can outsmart yourself to be able to have that satisfaction without going into a binging sesh. So we'll be talking a little bit about emotional eating in future episodes here, but 
just something to keep in mind is just to know yourself and plan ahead. Another thing is when it comes to late night eating, plan out maybe like a a protein dessert of some sort. So there's different protein ice creams out there, like a Halo Top or like a Yasso. It's like a, a Greek yogurt little bar or something like that. Have a healthier dessert option that you can throw some whipped cream on top, maybe even a couple chocolate almonds or something like that for you to be able to have that satisfaction as well. And then another one is if it's after 7.30 or 8 p.m., maybe you're a really late snacker, something that you do want to go ahead and make sure you take a step back and put into perspective is are you hungry or are you thirsty? So the signals in your brain are the same when it comes to you being thirsty or hungry. So most of the time you think that your stomach's rumbling or you have some sort of craving, you automatically think that, oh, I'm hungry, I need to eat something. But if you haven't drank a lot of water throughout the day, it could be that your body is just craving water. It's dehydrated. So something else that I would definitely highly recommend is making sure to drink water before you dive into any big indulgences because your body just could be telling you that it is thirsty. But if you're wanting to stop snacking after a certain point like 7.30 or 8 p.m., I would even highly recommend just having some sort of like a Topo Chico or like some sort of sparkling water or something in, in that realm. Just that way you can fill up your stomach or have, have a sensing of being full without diving into maybe some not so great things in the sweets and the chips and all of those things at a super late time as well. All right, so the last and the fourth hack that I do want to hit on to make healthy eating so much easier and a breeze for you is one that was game-changing, especially I had a conversation with a friend a couple months ago, and she was like, I never thought about this. But you guys, it's very smart for us to make sure that we are using a medium size plate or watching what we are putting our food on. So like the size of the plate, something that you want to do is you want to fill that plate up. We as humans, we think to ourselves, okay, so I have a big plate and I need to see the entire plate filled with all of this food and I'll stop when I'm hungry. Well, more than likely you might be watching a movie or maybe it's you are just mindlessly consuming food and all of a sudden all of it's gone when you weren't even that hungry for all of that food. So a huge hack that has been so, so helpful is using smaller plates and smaller bowls Even sauce bowls is what we use for our desserts here in the Stallings household is we use those really cute little, I think they're called rumpkin. I don't know. It's what souffles come in. If you happen to know what the name is, definitely let me know. But little rumpkins or little sauce dishes, that's what we put our desserts in because we get that satisfaction, but yet it's in smaller portions. And so we aren't consuming an excess amount of calories when we don't actually need it, but we still want to have it. So definitely eating on a smaller uh, plate or a, a bowl or even something small, that really helps us be able to conceptually realize that we are eating a full por- portion of something without seeing empty spots on our plate, thinking that we're still hungry. So a huge hack that I would highly recommend is eating on a medium size plate or even a smaller plate. I'm not talking the size of your hand by any means, but Definitely just go more on the smaller plate side. That way you're able to portion out the plate the way that you want and only eat what you need, not just the American size of things where everything is tripled and doubled, where you don't even really need all of that. 
All right, so just a quick recap in terms of the four hacks to make healthy eating a breeze in your life. Number one is stop overcomplicating meal prep, you guys. It's a lot easier than you think. Make it easy and quick. Use different flavors and sauces, keeping it really easy and fun. And then also, if you don't have time, hire or get a meal prep service. It's just going to make your life so much easier. It's definitely worth the money to outsource if that's what you need to do. But in general, stop overcomplicating meal prep. And then number two is if you're going to a restaurant or you're traveling, just know that you can stay on track without having to feel like you're sacrificing in your personal or your work life and just going out and enjoying, sticking to that 80-20 rule, enjoying 20% of your meals and then 80% your staying on track. So just implementing those different areas, looking at the menus beforehand and planning ahead whenever you can, but overall just getting a good sense of protein, carbs, and veggies. And then of course, number three is late night eating hacks, making sure to know yourself in advance, have things on deck. That way it's really easy for you to stick to a good spot and not just go into a mindless eating binge at the end of the day. And then number four is eat just on a smaller plate or bowl. Pay attention to those portion sizes. That way you can, of course, consume all of your favorite things without having a lot of excess calories. But I hope that these four hacks were so helpful for you guys. Please, I would love to hear from you. Go ahead and pop over to Instagram and DM me at Michelle underscore Stallingsfit. I'd love to hear from you and be able to hear maybe some hacks that have worked for you as well. So in general, you guys, holidays are right around the corner. So definitely feel free to use these tips that we talked about not to gain those um, standard five to ten pounds as well during the holiday season. So flip the script by implementing these things. That way you can achieve your fitness goals even before 2022 starts. Also, if you are interested in the Ambitious and Fit online coaching program that is kicking off and starting Monday, September 20th, send me a DM on Instagram. I'm happy to chat with you or even just come say hi. I'd love to be able to meet you guys and talk with y'all further, but I hope you have an amazing rest of your week. Go kick butt. I'm so proud of you and just make sure that you are putting yourself first that way you can show up as your best for others i love you guys and i can't wait to chat in the next episode Hey guys, I hope you loved the episode. If so, and you want to share it with your friends, take a quick screenshot and post and tag me on Instagram, Michelle Stallings Fit. I love knowing which episodes are your favorite. Oh, and if you have a minute, head over to iTunes real quick and leave me a review, letting me know which episodes you loved and what you want to hear more of. It would mean the world to me. Love you guys and catch you in the next episode.